everybody. How's it going? Welcome to day one of the Running Moms five day strong body boot camp. This week is all about helping you guys add strategic and intentional strength training, burst training, and core training to your standard free running program where those, those pro, most programs just have you running and I'm here to help you guys build strength and today's workout was a high intensity interval training session and you guys are rocking it if you are in the challenge um, high five <laughs> uh, let me take that off um, you guys are rocking it hey there we go <laughs> that was just to get your attention uh, you guys, today is awesome. You guys are rocking it. People are saying, oh my God, this is way harder uh, done than it looks on paper. And that's why these are really, really effective, you guys. I want to talk to you today about strength and why it's so important to you as a runner. And not just as a runner, because uh, I know a lot of runners are like, well, I don't really care if I get faster or stronger. I just like running. I want to run. But strength training is really an important part of your overall health and fitness plan, especially as a woman. Something that's really important to understand, you guys, is that as women, we lose 3% of our muscle mass per decade beyond the age of 30. Now that is really important. That happens because of the shifts in our hormones as we age, that's just what happens. And it's significantly important because as women, we tend to hit that age of 30 Without as, much, without as much muscle as, as, as the men, as our counterparts, but also like we're coming off of years of having babies and nursing babies and sleepless nights and not being in the gym and not training. So we've, we've already started losing muscle. And then we hit 30 and our hormones start to change. And so we naturally start to lose muscle. And when we're running and running long distances only, steady state, endurance um, running all the running in the world doesn't build lean muscles just not intense enough physiologically steady state running lots of miles doesn't trigger muscle building so now we're actually burning through muscle at a at, at a faster rate than even those people sitting on the couch doing nothing and so this is significant because Muscle is what keeps us lean, keeps us strong. Muscle strengthens connective tissues. It, it protects our joints. It's what keeps us injury free. Muscle is also metabolically very active. And when we're running a lot and losing muscle, we downgrade our metabolic system, our metabolism. And that's why we see oftentimes why you see women gaining weight as we get older, because we're losing muscle. Muscle is required for a fast pumping metabolism, a body that is burning fat. And when we're running a lot, what I see in the running population, and I did this, I did this after my babies in my early 30s, I just ran. I just ran and ran and ran. I loved running. It made me feel sane. It made me feel in control of my life. It was my happy place outside of my babies uh, in a really difficult time. And I ran and ran and ran. And of course, in the back of my mind, I also wanted to shed some baby weight. So I thought, well, if I run and run and run, and I start cutting calories and cutting carbs and running fasted, um, I'm going to lose the baby weight. 
And yeah, sure I did, but you know what else I lost? I lost a lot of muscle. I downgraded my metabolism. And so my body was actually really inflamed. I remember looking in the mirror, I tell this story all the time. I remember looking in the mirror at myself and going like, where did your body go, Carrie? Like, I just felt completely depleted. I felt great while I was running, but I felt depleted in between. And I could see those changes in my body. I wasn't fit and lean and toned. I remember looking at my arms and going, where did, I used to love my arms, okay? And, and, and I, I used to um, have really strong, muscly legs. And, uh, and I remember looking at myself and going like, I miss, I miss my arms. Like, and I remember having no energy was falling out and I was irritable and I was I would go for long periods of time not eating and not getting hungry because I had downgraded my metabolism and then I would get starving and then I would binge eat in the afternoon or in the evenings when everyone else was sleeping and I had downgraded my metabolism I, my body was burning through muscle and it was uh, holding on to all fat stores and um, it really felt terrible and this is what I see in a lot of of runners you know and it's not your fault everyone's telling you to run 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 the diet industry and all the really well-meaning coaches and, and people out there fitness people are telling you to fast and telling you to restrict and telling you to cut and so the message that you guys get as as runners like you guys are athletes and a lot of the information out there is not designed for athletes you guys are running you are training hard you need to think of yourself as athletes and so what we hear out there is run more, do more cardio, and eat less. And again, remember what happens, we lose muscle. And we end up losing muscle, naturally we're losing it at 3%, right, per decade beyond 30. When we're running lots and not eating very much, cutting calories, restricting carbs, we're burning through muscle faster and we are downgrading our metabolism. And that's and, and, and you see runners also, we get injured a lot. 80% of runners get injured. We gotta be building strength. That's why strength is beautiful. Strength is gonna get you back those sexy, lean muscles. Strength is gonna help you run faster and stronger. My runners who train with me set PRs all the time and they blow their own minds because they're like, Carrie, I just set a PR or I just, I just won my race, like my age category. Like, how did that happen? Like, I'm just running for fun. I'm like, I know, because you're building lean muscle. You're training like an athlete, even though you're, you just run because you like it. You're training because you want to build a fit, lean, strong, healthy, powerful, athletic, fat-burning body. That's what I teach you guys to do. That's why strength is really important. And um, this week, I'm going to give you guys a sample of what it's like to train with me. You're getting five of my favorite runner-focused, full-body strength workouts okay today we're doing a hit workout high intensity interval training i love these workouts because the the type that i have put together are less than 30 minutes if you're doing high intensity interval training for longer than 30 minutes your body goes into fight or flight mode and it it flips your hormones okay so it it, it flips your body, cortisol goes up, and when cortisol goes up and your body starts to freak out because you're pushing it too hard, too fast, it's gonna hold on to fat and shut down fat burning. But when you do it in less than 30 intense, your body can handle that. 
and then you're done. And, you're, and your body is just... Be, it, it just becomes more efficient at burning fat. Again, too much exercise is actually not, not good for us, you know? So we wanna be really smart, really strategic. I love high intensity interval training sessions. The workouts I put together for you use your full body, which I love because remember, my goal is to help you build fit, lean, strong, powerful, athletic bodies that are pro fat burning and becoming injury proof. And so we want to work everything. We want to be strong everywhere because you guys aren't just here to run fast. You're here to be a healthy human being who's going to chase her kids and play on the floor and hike trails with your kids. Like we want to be strong everywhere. Okay. And so I've got you guys up. I've got you guys down. Almost every exercise is full body. There is, um, there is like a method to the madness of those workouts, but they're also slightly runner specific. So they're going to help you run better. Okay. They're, they're, um, they're just, they're, they're really functional. They're dynamic, which means I've got you moving in different directions. I got you guys using your whole body and they're just really effective that way. They're also very simple. I do not like choreographed workouts. I do not like equipment. I have not been able to get to a gym since before my children were born. It's just too, it takes too long. It's too difficult. Um, I just want to get my workout. I just want to leave my house or be in my house. For years, I trained on it in my tiny house. I used to live in a small space, in a small house. It was 397 square feet when I had babies, my two babies and my husband and I, and I would work out in my, my tiny living room. And then we moved to a condo and the kids were very slightly older. And I used to work out on my tiny patio. If you check out my YouTube station, I think I've got uh, a few videos of my tiny patio workouts. This way, because to build strength too, we got to do smart workouts. We got to train hard. We got to push our muscles. We got to fatigue them. And then we got to pull back and rest them so they can recover. That's how muscles are built. Uh, but we've also got to be consistent in our training. And we can't always get to the gym. So these workouts have allowed me to be very consistent with my training, very strategic and very targeted with my training. And so they get people results. We don't need to make it fancy. Someone said, you know, if you want to impress people, make it complicated. And if you want to get people results, keep it simple. And that is like my jam. I keep this simple for you guys. One of these workouts will change your day. String these workouts together over four, eight, 12 weeks, and they will change your body and they will change your outlook on strength training. And a lot of runners will say to me, but Carrie, I don't really like strength training. I really just like running. It's, it's, my, it's where I find sanity. It, it makes me feel really good. And, and I agree with that and I love that. But I think if we can understand why strength training is important and, and how strength training affects us, how, how it builds muscle in a way that running does not, and you understand the power and, and importance of muscle as a woman, and if you're thinking about your long-term health, you can start to appreciate what the strength training will do for you, as a, not just as a runner, but as a woman, wanting to get strong and lead a healthy, fit life, right? We want muscle, it's very important. I used to work in, in acute care in hospitals, you guys, and uh, I saw so many falls in older people. This is like super long-term, like most people will never think this far, but this is how I think, and this is why I train the way I train and why I've created the programs I create. Uh, as these women get older, the muscle just really disappears. And then there's a lot of falls, a lot of hip fractures, and a lot of osteoporosis, and a lot of 
um, spinal fractures and, and women still um, trying to eat less and diet even in their 80s, you know, and with no muscle. And just it's very difficult as you get older. When I'm 80, I want to be running strong. I want to be hiking with my kids. I want to be partying hard. I do not want to be having my bones break, and I don't want to be falling down and breaking my hip and not being able to, um, and really struggling to get to, um, to recover. Muscle is gold, ladies. I also want to look and feel good in my body, okay? I want to crush hills right now. And strength training feels good to me because I've, I understand it understand the importance of it. And that's what I want for you guys. I want you to understand the importance of it. And I want you to start to love it because you're going to start to love the effects of it. And when, that's why we love running. It makes us feel good. Um, we love the effect of running on our body, on our mind. Strength training can have that same effect when we understand it. So that's my goal for you guys all here. Just to understand the power of strength training. Okay. What else can I say about strength training? I don't know. Rules for making strength. So why is, uh, why does, this is a confusing thing. Some people don't understand. They're like, but I'm, I'm running. I should be building muscle. And the difference is um, you have two different kinds of muscle fibers, type 1 and type 2. Endurance training, steady state running is the type 1 muscle fibers. And those can fire and fire and fire and fire and fire and go. But when we lose muscle as we get older, we tend to lose the type 2 muscle fibers. And running doesn't, doesn't stimulate the type 2 muscle fibers. So you're losing the muscle mass when we're just running. But we're going to maintain the type 1, the slow twitch endurance fibers. But the strength training work that we're doing this week with me is designed to trigger and hit those type 2, to stress and strain those type 2 muscle fibers. And when we push them hard, and when we change the stimulus from one workout to the next, because we've got to keep those muscles guessing, if you do the same thing all the time, your muscles and your body adapt to it, okay? So we've got to constantly be changing the type of workout, the type of exercises, the combination, uh, the interval sets. And when we can do that and we push hard for a short period of time and then pull back and rest and recover, you're going to trigger those type 2 muscle fibers, and that's where you're going to get muscle building, okay? If nothing else, you're going to get muscle maintenance, which for some of us is, is like better. My workouts are not going to help you build big, huge muscles because we're not in the gym lifting super heavy weights. We're not progressively overloading, but we are going to be able to build fit, strong bodies, functional strength. That's the kind of strength that I want. That's the kind of fitness that I want. That's the kind of athleticism that I want because I'm a, I love running, uh, but I want to be a strong runner and a fit runner and a healthy runner. And I also want to be a strong and fit and healthy woman. I want, like I said earlier, I want to be able to hike with my kids and kayak with my kids and bike with my kids and, and, and run up hills and get onto the ground and jump back up and hop on a bike and do all the things I want to do. I don't need to get to the gym and lift huge heavy weights but I gotta do some strategic strength training that's gonna functionally challenge my muscles, hit those type two fibers, and you will, you do build lean muscle. Um, you do build muscle when you do these workouts, just not as much as if you're gonna go into the gym and like become a physique athlete, right? Like that's not what I'm training you guys here for. But what we will do when we build lean muscle and we start to trigger these, this muscle building uh, is that you're going to ramp up your metabolism, especially when we combine it in muscles and macros, my signature four-week program. I teach you guys how to combine 
these effective strength training workouts with macro balanced eating strategies. It's gonna really get your body hormonal into hormonal balance. We're gonna reduce inflammation. We're gonna restore your metabolism because muscle, remember, muscle is metabolically active. And when we restore that metabolism and get your body into balance, hormonally into balance and reduce that inflammation, you start burning fat. And when you start burning fat, you get to see the muscles underneath, right? So uh, you, you will start to see those muscles pop out. You cannot spot reduce. So a lot of women want to lose belly fat. Uh, you can't spot reduce in that area. But when we do full body workouts, when we dial in our macros, when we get your hormones balanced, your inflammation, your body will start to power up that metabolism and burn fat all over, okay? Long distance running, is very stressful and very inflammatory on the body, okay? That's gonna ramp up cortisol. It's gonna make you hungry, okay, all the time. Long distance running all the time makes you really hungry. And so often we're eating more and we're, we're not dialed in in our nutrition. So we're eating more, it's not dialed in. And so our blood sugars are out of balance, our cortisol is out of balance, our leptin and ghrelin, our insulin, those are all hormones and they're all out of balance and our body tends to hold fat and especially store it in the midsection. And again, we're losing muscle when we're just running, okay? I love running, you guys, but I really have tweaked my training to keep my hormones in mind, okay? I used to run and run and run, and I felt all the things of hormonal burnout. I was exhausted. I would wake up exhausted. I'd drag my butt around through the day. I would be head down on my desk in the afternoon. I couldn't even keep my eyes open. I was relying on coffee and Diet Pepsi to get me through the day. My hair was falling out. I was irritable. I was uh, sugar craving, carb craving, and binging in the afternoons without willpower and at night. Um, my I was sick all the time, my joints were achy, I'd get injured all the time. And, and I eventually ended up so injured I couldn't run anymore. And that's when I looked in the mirror and was like, okay, well your knee's busted, your muscle's all gone, you feel like crap, Carrie, this is not working for you. Like, this is not healthy. And I knew I needed to get my nutrition dialed in. I didn't realize the impact that all of those all of that running was having actually on my body. Um, I wasn't sleeping very much either. And when I was injured, your hair is growing again, yay! I'm so happy, that like makes me so happy. That's what women tell me all the time, oh my God. I, I pulled back my miles, I dialed in my strength, I started following your macro balancing strategies and like all my fuzzies are going away and like my skin is clearing up and my energy is up and my cravings are gone. And, that's what happens. And I'm not telling you not to run. I'm telling you guys just to tweak your training and dial in your eating to support your running. More importantly than supporting your running, I wanna help you guys support your body to build a fit, lean, strong, healthy body. I used to be an, a, a runner who was not healthy. I just ran. I ran myself, boom, right into the ground, and I don't want that for you. That's why I do what I do. That's why women love the program that I've put together. And uh, what else was I gonna say about my story there? I, 
yeah, I got injured one time so badly that I couldn't, I couldn't run anymore and I was terrified I was going to get fat. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a physical therapist. I got a bunch of degrees and all this stuff. I've trained thousands and thousands of female runners. I've rehabbed. Oh, my God. I've been in the industry for 20 years, you guys. I've worked with so many people, but I'm just a woman. I'm just a girl like you all are. I'm just a mom. I like to run. I want to look good. I want to feel good. Uh, and so when I hit that injury, I knew why. I was just running and running and running and never stopping. Um, I knew. I felt the pain, and I just kept going through it. It was going to be fine. And then I got super injured, and I, w I was terrified. I'm like, well, now I'm going to get – I can't get fat. It's like the middle of uh, – it's the middle of winter in the prairies. I'm already borderline <laughs> – going insane with two babies and a really and a marriage that's like struggling because who doesn't struggle in those early years after babies at a full-time job I was exhausted I was barely sleeping and I was terrified I'm like well I can't run what the hell am I gonna do I can't even fathom the idea of not running I was really lucky at that point I had a gym at work and what I did, I said, well, I guess I'm gonna have to rehab this thing, I guess. And I also had diastasis recti, so when I was doing all my boot camp work, I wasn't doing any boot camp workouts, actually. I did a couple, and uh, I had a diastasis recti. I was peeing when I ran. When I was doing sprint work, I was peeing because my, my pelvic floor, I just trashed it by just running. So if you're peeing out there, like, that's, that's a problem, too. We gotta talk about that. See a pelvic health physical therapist, send me a message, let's chat. And so I thought, okay, well, I guess it's time to deal with this uh, diastasis recti and, <laughs> and uh, my peeing problem while I'm running. And I, I got to do something about my nutrition because it's atrocious. I can't keep binge eating every night the way I'm eating and feeling terrible and not eating all day long and drinking like two liters of Diet Pepsi. This was, you guys, this was me six years ago. <laughs> drinking like liters of Diet Pepsi during the day and surviving on like low fat snack packs at work. Uh, I was like, I can't do this because now I can't run. And so what I did, the next six months I spent in a gym. I'm a physical therapist. So I could rehab myself. I knew exactly why it happened. I knew exactly what I needed to do. And what I didn't know about my core, I did the research. And so I became uh, like a core rehab specialist in my spare time, tested on myself. And over six months, I got fitter, stronger, healthier, and in better shape than I had ever been in my whole life, even before kids. And that, I, that shocked me. I had no idea. And it was by accident because what I did was I couldn't run anymore, so I had to pull back my cardio. And I only had, I used to get up at like 4 in the morning and run 10 kilometers to work every day and then work out at lunch as well. Um, I couldn't do that anymore, so I wasn't working out as much. I was sleeping more, okay, I was sleeping more. I started eating breakfast, a macro-balanced, solid breakfast, which actually changed my life. And uh, in the gym, I, I got into a lot of strength training, just body weight stuff. I had the gym, but it was like minus 50 out in the center of Canada, and I couldn't be outside, so I was in the gym, and I didn't use any of the equipment or anything. I didn't even really use any of the weights. I did single leg work, I did squat work, I, I really worked on rehabbing my knee, getting my glutes engaged, uh, I, I worked a lot on rehabbing my core, and two days a week I hopped on the bike because I could cycle, and I did burst training sessions on, 
on the tra on the bike. I didn't just ride steady state for 30 minutes. I, I needed to sweat, and so I did burst sessions, like you guys are going to learn this week in the challenge here. And uh, like I said, in six in six months, my knee was better. I was starting again from scratch with running, but I got my muscle back. I got my energy back. I crushed my cravings. I felt sexy again. <laughs> I. I stopped drinking all that Diet Pepsi in that time. I actually have never drank Diet Pepsi again since that rehab period. I rehab my core. I still have about a four finger gap in my diastasis in my core, um, but it's no longer problematic. I don't have this alien bulge when I do a crunch or a plank. I don't pee when I run anymore. Sometimes I'll, I'll get the urge to pee if I run too fast or too far, or if I'm really tired, my pelvic floor, my core is the first area to go on my body. But even that doesn't really happen anymore six years later, but that did take time and really tuning into my body and continuing the strength work. Uh, but what I learned from that was that a lot of that running it, w it was burning me out and I got back to running and I've run a marathon since, but I've kept the strength training and I've kept the macro balanced eating on track. Like I never skip the strength work. Every week I do two strength workouts, I do two burst workouts, I do a core workout and I run on the weekend. When I was in marathon training, I think I had a different plan, but it still essentially had the same components on it. If I skip my strength work, my pelvic floor is the first thing to go and so is my, um, my left hamstring. And so I don't skip it because I like, I like to be fit and I like to be strong and I like to feel good in my body. And I used to feel exhausted and sugar craving and holding weight and irritable and just like, like my blood sugars were all over the place. And I remember how that felt versus how I feel now and how I remember the flip when I pulled back the running I started eating breakfast I started sleeping more I started doing the burst work I remember that my body flipped and I could feel my body get hungry because muscles get hungry they don't crave sugar they get hungry and 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 I felt the flip my blood sugar stabilized my energy went up, my cravings went down, my binge eating went down. I didn't crave anymore. My body was taking in this, all this real food and macro balance, which is what I teach in Muscles and Macros. Uh, and it was, it was like taking it and like shuttling it out to all my muscles and all the cells in my body and they were working properly. I had no more brain fog anymore. I had no more, my head didn't like need to fall down on my desk in the afternoon because I was nourished. Before that, I wasn't. I wasn't fueling enough to even fuel my basic metabolism, never mind the fact that I was running 10 kilometers a day. I was burning through my muscle. I was downgrading my metabolism. My hormones were a mess, and I was a hot, inflamed mess, okay? And that's why this even exists, and I don't know why I just told you that whole huge story, but I think it will resonate with a lot of you, so I do like to tell that story just to remind you guys why strength training is important and how to balance it with your miles, okay? Do you have questions? I am here for you. Francina's crushing it. She's in my program. 
Kathy's listening and she's also in my program and she's also crushing it. She's actually aging in reverse, right, Kathy? <laughs> I love that. I don't remember what you started with. You were age on your Fitbit, you were age 50 something and now you're age 30 something. I just love it. Um, your gym is closed in Michigan. That's okay, Francina. We focus on, on what we can do and the workouts that I give you guys equipment. They do not require uh, they do not require anything fancy. You can get super fit at home. You don't, you don't need the gym. And I like to be completely self-reliant. I like to not have to worry about getting to a gym because what if I can't go? Like I, when I had babies, I could not get out. And, and these home workouts saved my life. And, and yes, I am not, I do not have the physique of a competitive uh, bodybuilder, but that's not what I'm going for. That's not what I want. I want to be fit and lean and strong and healthy. I want to feel good in my body. I want to love my body. I want to be active. I love working out. I love exercising and I feel my best when I do. And so I want that to happen. I, I need my workouts to work with my life, especially during these busy, busy years with kids. And now I live, you guys, in the middle of nowhere. There is a gym that opened near me, but even so, like, I, I won't get to it. And if I tried to go to the gym, it would take me two hours to, like, get to the gym and do my thing and make small talk and then get home. And I would rather just be out my door and back in 30 minutes. Like, I just, I'm too busy to spend that kind of time. Before kids, when you school to the gym, it would be a two-hour process. I loved going to the gym before kids. I had a gym membership my whole entire life, I think. And after kids, I just, I, I couldn't. I used to take them to the little daycare and uh, that never went well. They used to cry the whole time and then I just said, forget it. I mean, I can't do this. My workouts and my training have to fit into my new lifestyle. And I went with that. So that's why my workouts are. Uh, my menstrual started today. I feel behind because I had to skip. So here's an interesting thing, and I wasn't going to talk about this till Friday, but it's important. Um, Francina, in the membership, there is a course. Sorry, my Billy Harlow's those kids. They'll be gone right away. Uh, in the membership, the premium membership site, there is a course on syncing your training with your cycle. There are different phases in your cycle where your body, your hormones... There are different <laughs> phases. We have a school. I don't know if you can hear all those kids, but uh, we have created a little school in my living room, and they're about to head down to the beach. <laughs> so they're coming through. Uh, there's different phases in your cycle that are more in tune to building muscle and more where your hormones are set up to build muscle, and there's parts of your cycle where your body, because of your hormones, and the fluctuations that happen in your menstrual cycle where they're not, uh, they're not set up to build strength. Sorry, I'm having a hard time focusing with all this noise. Uh, but this is real life, right? <laughs> got kids at home going to school. Uh, so there's, there's a low hormone phase and a high hormone phase. And when you're in that week or so before your period, your hormones are high. Your body is designed to make a baby. That's hormonally what it's supposed to do. It's not supposed to be training to build muscle. And so everything in your body is going towards your reproductive system to, to, to make a baby. And so during that time, your body doesn't have extra energy to run and strength train and build muscle. So for that, that week or so before and first few days into your menstrual, into your period, Listen to your body. That's a great time to just pull back a little bit. Focus on form. Do some yoga. 
go do extra walks. Pushing against your hormones will only uh, hinder your results. So you, you might as well just listen to those hormones and work with your female physiology and not against it. So that's no problem. So understanding that's really kind of important because when your period hits and your hormone levels drop off, your body's actually now not trying to make a baby. So it's like, yes, I got, I got energy and stores to go other places because I'm not funneling all that energy into making a baby. Like that just makes so much sense. So know that when your period hits and in the next sort of week or two after, uh, your body is, is, is primed to push. It's primed to build lean muscle. So that's a great time to go. If your period is, 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 is hard and, you, and your hormones really go high and, and there's a really big drop off, you're not gonna feel good in those first few days. So that's okay, just listen to that. Work with your body, don't work against it. So one of the biggest things that I teach women is to work with your body and not against it because as soon as you start working against it, it's not gonna work for you. You're gonna get more injured you're going to burn your hormones out, you're gonna downgrade that metabolism, inflammation, all of that is stress on your body. When your body is stressed, it just gets inflamed and you can't burn any fat or build any muscle or feel good when your body is a hot, inflamed mess. And so I love talking about this stuff. Great question. Does anybody else have any questions? Yeah, fit strong bodies, keep up those energetic kids. That's right, awesome you guys, okay. What else can I say? I got nothing else for you guys. Let me just pull up my, my comment section here and see if I missed anything. Uh, another question people ask me often, is there a best time of the day of the day to work out? And I say there is not a best time of the day to work out, just the best time of the day for you to work out. There are seasons of life where, oh my God, these kids are so loud, but that's okay. That's, that's, that's real life. Uh, there are seasons of life where you're going to be waking up early to get your workouts in. It's going to be the only time you can do it. There's going to be seasons of, of your life where you're going to be working out at night because that's the only time you can get it done. There's going to be seasons of life where you're going to be working out on your lunch hours, and that's okay. The goal is three to five. My, one of my personal goals is always three to five workouts per week with consistency because it's not about being extreme. It's about being consistent when you want to build a fit, lean, strong, healthy body. And what you want to aim for is three to five workouts per week. Some weeks you're going to just scrape by and get three in. And some weeks you're going to really crush it and get five in. Maybe even six if you're lucky. You do not need to double up on workouts. More workouts is not better. More workouts causes a lot of um, cortisol increase and leads to, leads to that hormonal imbalance. So three to five structured strategic workouts is the best. But you want to be consistent. I really want you guys trying to get in three focused workouts a week. I think that's very important. That's one of my key secrets to success is that I've always consistent. I don't always, I don't run long distances all the time. I don't, uh, I don't get in six or seven workouts a week. I'm consistent, three to five, three workouts. It's very, I don't know that I've ever gone more than two days except probably when I got some Costa Rican stomach bug one time and I didn't work out or eat for a whole week because I was so sick. Um, but other than that, it's been, at, I never go without a workout. It's just one of my core principles. Yes, work with your body, not against it. Wendy, hello. She's 
up her first round of Muscles or Macros, and she's feeling incredible. And I'm super proud of you, Wendy. So awesome job. Uh, there's a crew that just finished last week, and um, they're going to be probably doing this challenge with us, and then they're going to be taking a week to rest and recover. So if you just finished Muscles or Macros, the last round, you can work with us this week in, in the boot camp. But next week, as, as all the newbies, the new cohort comes in and is going through prep week and the video course and, and asking questions and getting organized to get started, uh, I want you guys to be resting and recovering. I want you to be walking. I want you to be doing some yoga flow. I want you to be just prepping food, sleeping extra, letting your body rest and recover. And then I want you guys to be like really laser focused with me and pushing hard for your second round, okay? You can always do lower intensity if you don't feel 100%. Absolutely. That's when you want to, when you're not feeling 100%. So think about your hormone cycles. What part of my cycle am I in? Should I push? Am I better to rest? Uh, and always, always just, just do what your body can do. Don't be judgmental on your body and angry at your body because you're not hitting your paces or you're not pushing as hard or you're not getting as many squats in. Just meet it where it's at and, and focus on good form and good quality and pull back if you need because often what times I see people do this a lot, they're like, oh, my workout was terrible today. Oh, I couldn't go. I was too tired. And people get really angry at themselves or angry at their bodies. Like their body is separate. It's like a separate being from, from their brain and it's not. And, and what happens is in the next day they wake up and they're like, oh my God, I crushed my workout. I'm like, yeah, because your body was tired yesterday. Listen to our bodies, right? Um, and there's a fine line. I know sometimes we're just being lazy and uh, sometimes we need to push ourselves. But also I think more of the women who work with me and most of the women I train with are, are, are very good at pushing themselves and have a really hard time with listening to their bodies and pulling back sometimes without judging themselves or you know, making that mean anything about them, that they're lazy or that their bodies are broken or that there's something wrong with them and there isn't. Your bodies get tired and sometimes the body needs a break. And our bodies are not separate from our thoughts, our, our brains and our emotions. And when we can really get those two pieces working together, when you start to work with your body and not against it, you will start to get some really incredible results okay and I, I work with a lot of people with chronic with chronic disease and chronic illness and injuries and that's one of the things that that we work on the most is is not separating yourself from that diagnosis or that that illness or that disease but like really becoming one with your body uh, with that illness or injury or disease because the only way to make it through is to work with it just work with it and love and, and, and work with it. I, I, there's nothing else I can say about that. Work with your body, not against it. You are one with your body. You have this one body. This is the only body you have. And when you learn to listen and love and respect and nourish this body, you will be surprised at how it starts to work with you, okay? Okay, best workouts ever, even for us older runners. You were my favorite runners, Wendy. I'll tell you, I used to, I've worked, yeah, you were my favorite runners because I know how important strength is to you now more than ever. I know that women in their 50s and 60s, they come to me after decades of dieting and fighting with their bodies, and I'm here to support you and help you reverse all that and get in 
the driver's seat of your body and feel incredible in your body, okay? Um, I used to work in joint replacements. Ooh, it was tough. It was really tough. And, and what I would see with the women in their 50s and 60s is they still were struggling with food and body image and so much stress. And they didn't do any strength work. And uh, it made me really sad. You shouldn't have to spend your whole life struggling with, with your body or struggling with food. I'm, I'm, I'm here to help you guys get in control of food, get in control of your body, make that body work for you, help you work with your body and not against it, to help you end that struggle uh, with, your, with food and with your body. That's, that's what I'm here to do. I'm not really here to help you run a marathon. I don't really care about it. It's so funny. I have a business called Running Moms, but I don't really care about the running. I care about uh, helping you understand your body and your physiology, your hormones, why muscle matters, how to build it, how to nourish it, how to love it, how to get it functioning at an optimal level so that you can build a fit, lean, strong, healthy, powerful, athletic, fat-burning body that feels freaking incredible and never gets injured again. <laughs> That's what I'm here to do. I'm using lavender and eucalyptus. What oils are helping me? Great question. I use oils, essential oils, for emotions. And I stopped drinking three glasses of wine a night by replacing that uh, by creating new fun concoctions in my diffuser. <laughs> I, I, um, this is a big question. When you can get in control of your emotions, you get to get in control of your thoughts and your actions, and then you start to get the results that you want. When our emotions are out of control, we don't make good decisions. We're not rational. And I use essential oils and gratitude and podcast listening and journaling all of those are different tools in my toolbox and running and strength training. All of those are like different tools in my toolbox to control my emotions. And essential oils were a big piece of that for me. I loved lavender at night. Lavender and cedarwood just calm my soul. When my soul is calm, when I miss home in Canada, I might start to cry right now because I miss home so much. But we haven't been able to go anywhere because of COVID. <laughs> so um, I diffuse cedarwood, and it makes me feel really connected and and calm. Maybe crying sometimes, but it's okay to cry. <laughs> that's a big question on essential oils. So that's what I use them for. In the morning, I love diffusing peppermint and wild orange. It really helps me get my energy up. And when I used to be really tired in the morning, um, I would put the diffuser on with those oils and it would help again get me in the zone of energy and and that helped me to control my emotions so that I could get in control of my thoughts which allowed me to then do the things I needed to do in my day like get my kids ready and, and not fight with my husband and make sure breakfast was ready and get up you know early so that I could get all the things done and get my workout done and do my journal just that's what I use oils for. They're not going to cure anything, but they're very good for emotional control. And uh, I like them. That's why I use them.
Um, your emotions get out of control too, but journaling has helped a lot. Yes, journaling really helps. And it's uh, in, in my premium membership uh, website, um, there's a, a course I built in there on a mini course on, uh, I think it's on emotional eating and habit mastery. And that's all about controlling your emotions and how to do that. It's very interesting because oftentimes we think that we can't get in control of our emotions and we use running because running helps us. And, but that's the only skill we have in our toolbox, right? We don't even understand the science behind it. It's really about controlling your emotions, but so does journaling. That's why I got you guys doing journaling. If you watched the video I did yesterday on journaling, that is when you journal your goal in the morning, that gets you in control of your thoughts and control of your emotions. It keeps you connected to your why. And that changes the thoughts that go on. That changes the actions you take because when you can connect to those emotions, you can connect to your goal first thing in the morning, you get out of bed and do your workout. You, you, you make the breakfast and you eat the breakfast that you're supposed to eat. You, you know, get through the morning with grace when your kids are going crazy, but you get it done because you are in control of those emotions and thoughts. That's powerful. And um, often, how do you stay on track? How, how, well, I wish they'd ask me more. I wish people would ask me that more, but sometimes they do. And I've studied myself because I see other people fall off track and fall off track and fall off track and struggle and struggle and struggle. It doesn't happen to me. And I said, why doesn't it happen to me? And I remember, like, back in the day when I did struggle a little bit after babies, and then I just decided I wasn't going to do it anymore, and it was because I completely decided. I started journaling. I started using oils. I started getting, uh, I joined coaching groups. Like, I really got in control of my emotions on purpose. And that allowed me to do the things. Like, I don't sleep in and skip my workouts. I don't skip food. I don't emotionally eat anymore because I'm completely in control of my emotions and my thoughts and my actions. And so I stay on track over and over and over again, month over month, year over year, okay? Peppermint and cedarwood. Um, it was lavender and cedarwood is amazing. Lavender and frankincense are amazing. Those are amazing for nighttime. My children uh, used to... They used to love when I rubbed, they'd ask me for lavender on their bellies. And we used to rub lavender on their bellies at night. Again, just calming. It's very, it's got a very calming. It, it gets that part of your brain uh, that evokes emotions, okay? Uh, I start home missing my family. Oh, my God, I go home every summer, and, and I miss my family. My dad's getting old. Like, not seeing my family for two years is a really long time. And the old guy, you know? I worry about him. He like worked in 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 mines, and he was a welder, and like his lungs aren't probably in great shape. Thank God his health is in good shape, and he's a, like a fit guy, and um, he's always been very active. But one day those lungs are are not gonna. Something's gonna happen. So I I always love to get home and see my my dad, but I can't go this year. So I worry about him. But hopefully this whole thing is over soon. See, I'm controlling my emotions. I'm not letting them drive me and and make me lose 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 the plot because when the emotions go the thoughts go and the the chaos ensues but i'm in total control because i cannot control covid i cannot control planes flying i cannot control borders opening and closing i can't do that so i have to control what i can focus on i can use my oils i can do my strength work and take really good care of my kids i can make sure that they're being educated i can call my dad all the time i can keep my my vibe positive because that's that's all I can control. <laughs> so anyways, so those are good, uh, Francina. In the morning, I do peppermint and wild orange. I also love 
spearmint and lime, but I'm out of spearmint and it's all waiting for me back home. I keep delivering oils back to my mom's house, to my parents' house, my mom and dad. Uh, lime and spearmint are amazing in the morning. I've been doing like a grapefruit, grapefruit, lime, and bergamot, I think, in the morning as well. Just really energetic oils to start the day. Jesus, this, this live training has gotten off track here. We were talking about strength training. <laughs> Let's get back to building that lean muscle, you guys. Lean muscle. Let's build it. Feels good. Looks good. It's going to help you run good. It's going to help you stay strong for life, active for life, healthy for life, injury-free for life, okay? Strength training's fun. Enjoy it. Feel the burn. <laughs> feel the sweat. I feel like it's just sweat detox. It's awesome. And you just know that you're going to get so freaking strong. You're not even going to believe it, okay? Have an awesome day, you guys. I will see you tomorrow for day two of the Strong Body Boot Camp. And I have a really, really killer burst training session that you are all going to love.